0: The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action but do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.
1: Maybe I'm crazy, but I have been saying the wrong things in interviews my entire life. Or maybe I've just been looking wrong in interviews. I don't know. We'll get to it later. Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. We have a lot to talk about today. We are joined by Coach Rob Mendez. Um, he is great. We're going to talk a lot of football with him, uh, a little bit of gambling, and the playoffs, some thoughts on coaching. And we also are going to talk about the Patriots, Tom Brady, where he's going to end up, the Titans, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Bills, Saints, Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Niner Gang, uh, Mike McCarthy, Joe Judge is now with the Giants, which is what I alluded to and what I need to say in interviews. Matt Rule is going to the Panthers. The Browns have still not hired anyone. And we will talk about the Golden Globes, Amanda Seals and Coachella in Culture Report. But let's get started with Coach Rob Mendez. All right. So really big honor. Rob Mendez is joining us. Coach Rob Mendez is joining us on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Thanks for coming in today.
2: Thanks for having me. This is amazing.
1: You guys uh, came up from San Diego. We really appreciate it. Yep. Um, So you just moved to San Diego. You're originally from San Jose area.
2: Yep. From up north. uh, I've been in San Jose, San Francisco area for like my whole life. Um, But I just wanted to jump and try something new. And and, uh, San Diego is beautiful.
1: Yeah, I've, I've done that a couple times <clears throat> in my life, um, although I, I moved to L.A. for work, so I don't know if that really counts, but <laughs> I do know about moving somewhere where it's warmer because I lived in Miami for 10 years, but that's exciting. Um, nice way to start the the new year, 2020. Definitely. And so are you coaching now? Are you getting back into coaching? What are you doing with that?
2: Um, so I'll be applying for a few different jobs down there. Um, nothing's come up anything yet, but uh, I just hope to land a varsity coaching job and um, I've heard of a few different openings and um, I'm just trying to get my name out there well established and uh, see what happens. I mean, there's nothing, you know, going to hurt to try for this opportunity. So I've always wanted to live down here.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're going to do fine and you're going to get whatever you need. <laughs> I hope. That's, I hope. What, that's what's you. happening. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So you are a San Francisco 49ers fan. Big
2: time. I had to bring the hat.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got the hat. You got the scarf. Okay. I'm not going to, first of all, I didn't have the this... San <laughs> Let's go 49ers been making the playoffs this year. Yeah. But that's not that's really not entirely fair because we do predictions before the season and I knew that would be better than last year, but I wasn't I I didn't see this coming. I'm
2: right there with you. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So I'm not crazy that I wasn't wild on them before the season started.
2: I predicted a ten and six, and everyone thought I was crazy for that. Everyone was saying seven and nine, maybe eight and eight, which was definitely a you know a, an uplift from last year. But I knew when we shaped our defense this year, Lynch was really persistent on that, and he that's a self made defense right there. He drafted all four of those D linemen, right? Plus, um, we got Quan Alexander coming back this weekend, which is I think going to be a big help. I remember him in Tampa Bay, so uh, I think you know as long as we stay healthy. So um, you know, with Jimmy G going down last year, that was. Probably the end of our yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, that was the season. Like, if, yeah. you're, if your
1: starting quarterback goes down, you really can't. Uh, that's how I how I feel about the Jets this year. Like, the yeah, Jets, like, I can't evaluate the Jets this year. Sam Darnold's Mr. out with the uh, kissing disease. So what, do, <laughs> what are you going to do? But they're playing, <laughs> they're playing the Vikings, right? And yeah. they're seven-point <laughs> favors, which I kind of feel like is a lot. Here's the thing about the Vikings. I'm not on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. And shout-out to Kirk Cousins. Like, really? he, he, you know, he All deserves right. a lot of credit. He puts up with all of our sh** <laughs> and like, we, give, we give him all of it and he can't win the big game and he's like owed a jillion on Monday night and they play, came out and they played well. Their defense was incredible. Yeah. Dalvin Cook was incredible. Yeah. I, I can't say anything bad about Kirk Cousins' performance. Yeah. However, I, I got to keep it real about the 49ers. Well, I do think that there's something about them that I'm not fully sold on this year, I mean, the Vikings aren't beating the Forty ers right? I don't have to look uh, through that.
2: You know what? That's a good number on the spread because I, I feel like at this uh, time of year, teams are really competitive. Uh, Minnesota earned it. You know, nobody saw them really beating uh, New Orleans like yesterday, and I didn't see the the, the team outright winning. Um, I did. You know, I kind of uh, predicted the spread. It was like eight, I think. Yeah, I, took, was, I mean,
1: I took, I took the Vikings with the points. You got to, it's yeah. Too much. That was
2: that was a good number to take, and then um, I think. Football, like I was telling you earlier, it's just a game of attitude. And when he went in there, uh, Kirk Cousins was really hungry. He knew he was doubted, and I think that doubt kind of fueled him. So he's going to be doubted again this this week against the Niners. But, you know, what? at the end of the day, you know, the better teams usually are going to win. And I think the Saints possibly could have beat themselves yesterday. And also, um, um, I just think it's the time for the Vikings to realize what's going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I just I, I think you're right. Like, the better team is going going to win this game. I just don't see the Vikings going on some amazing, like, miracle playoff run. And maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm insane. But Everybody I just... likes a
2: Cinderella team, right? But bottom line is the Niners have been proving themselves. Game, week, or week in, week out. I mean, that Saints game, even I doubted them. I mean, we finished strong with our offense. And I know our defense has kind of declined a little bit, but we've been banged up. I mean, that game we didn't have... Was it Solomon Thomas? I think was out and yeah. Richard Sherman too. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you guys have had some crazy injuries, but you, but you, it, it just hasn't mattered really. Like, look at where you are. Like, you got a bye week. So, pretty early on in the season, or maybe before this season, I don't remember when I said it, mm-hmm. but this really felt like the last year for the old guard of quarterbacks of so Philip Rivers, right. Tom Brady, um, Drew Brees, and even though know, Drew Brees has played out of his mind the last couple of weeks, yeah. he was out for five weeks, and it, it kind of feels like okay, like what's next for the Saints? I see Drew Brees coming back. I mean, I don't know how you how you don't, and I don't think that they're going to move on to Teddy, even though Teddy came in and did a, an amazing job. Yeah. You think Drew Brees is back next year? Definitely.
2: I mean, there's no reason for us to not think he's going to come back. He, uh, he's he been playing well. He's been playing at that top-tier quarterback level that, you know, everybody expects him to play. I think they still need one more running back. I mean, when Ingram left, uh, the offense was a little bit of a decline, but, uh, I mean, for the most part drew Brees is a leader and he's healthy right now and he's still hungry so i think tom and Drew are still coming back
1: okay so you mentioned brady let's talk about that for a second yeah so i never bought into that the the patriots were done because i've watched this movie too many times but i was wrong and i'm happy to be wrong about it like oh, <laughs> fine like i'd rather i'd rather be wrong than be the first to be wrong <laughs> like i'm okay with how it went down yeah. but He's not retiring, like, it, it, and there's no way his, his uh, career just – it just feels like uh, – and that's just not how Tom Brady's career is going to end. Like He's he's either going to come back to the Patriots again or he's going to go somewhere else next year. I personally feel like there's a little bit of a groundswell that he goes to the Chargers, but it feels kind of strange. Like they're going to replace an old immobile quarterback with an older immobile quarterback?
2: Uh, if you put it that way, it doesn't make sense. But let's be honest, Philip Rivers compared to Tom Brady, I mean, that's too – quarterbacks that have not done it or one quarterback that hasn't done it and tom brady's done it what five times six, six. times sorry sorry tom yeah but um i mean also i mean let's keep it real too. the patriots they could assign me as a receiver and there wouldn't have been a much of a drop off so <laughs> uh
1: their receiving core was <laughs> not great this year um and it doesn't seem like they were they have any had any plans on fixing that like it wasn't something they didn't know well, about before the season started I
2: mean, they didn't do much i mean I, I gotta be honest when i when the, fr- when the season first started um, I was even doubting the the personnel for it. I just think that as long as you surround any quarterback with good players around them, they have an opportunity. And especially with Tom Brady's um, experience in the playoffs, I feel like he still's got one more Super Bowl left in him. So maybe that's just me being a fan of his of his career. And the one reason, let me clarify this too. I'm not a Patriots fan. Everyone thinks I'm a <laughs> Patriots fan. All right, I'm not. I, you know, I don't. I'm not condoning cheating, which I feel like sometimes they try for that things like that. But the one thing i can relate to tom brady is that his passion for football yeah so nobody loves football more than him on that football field nobody wants to win more than that and usually with that hunger it's it's really inexplainable but tom brady has taught me to really be passionate about life and also you know with football football is, I've, I've grown up around it so right um that's the main reason why i'm a tom brady fan not a patriots fan
1: um all right so other big news this week the cowboys have hired mike mccarthy which we were also talking about earlier mm-hmm. uh the sh- hire kind of surprised me because he doesn't really feel like a fit there. I don't know who I. Ex- I-, I actually expected them to keep Jason Garrett. From being perfectly honest, really? I thought they were going to keep him. Yes, but I think he. Jerry finally got like pushed. In- I think Jerry wanted to keep him. Like I think it's going to come out that Jerry wanted to keep Jason Garrett, and he was pressured by Stephen <laughs> Jones board. or yeah. whoever to to let him go, but. The one thing I will say about Mike McCarthy, and I do think this is kind of strange, uh-huh. is his reputation has like gone to sh, as if he's never accomplished anything because <laughs> his his relationship with Aaron Rodgers deteriorated. Aaron Rodgers, uh, quarterbacks get a lot of credit, but sometimes it's almost like, can you just calm down a little bit, like a little just. Bit. They only play one side of the ball. Like, you have to give the coach a significant amount of credit if you win a Super Bowl. He was a Super Bowl-winning coach. There's not a lot of them out there available and ready to go coach a team. So isn't this a good situation for the Cowboys?
2: It is and it isn't. I mean, if you think about the career of Mike McCarthy, that's one strong reason to hire him. I mean, let's be honest. You always want to hire someone that has already done it. So, I mean, he they kept him around for a reason, I felt like. And uh, they had you know they had hope within. him. After the Super Bowl, they had hope um, inside of him, so I feel like he's got the career and the knowledge of the X's and O's. The one part I question is Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy, two alphas, right? And I feel like, you know, Jerry, as we all know, runs that team. Right. He's going to be making the executive decisions, especially when it comes to personnel. Um, maybe I'm just talking, you know, out of my ass. Maybe I don't know because you really don't know behind closed doors what's happening, but from our experience, Jerry has ran that team, right? Right. So, do you see Mike McCarthy being a yes man? I don't know. No. I don't. I don't think so. I think he can help Dak in a sense. You know, with the quarterback position, uh, maybe balance out the run game because they definitely need to run the ball a little bit more. So, bringing in an h- offensive coach was definitely a great idea. But I mean, let's be real. I mean, Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones—that's a, a relationship I question. But then again, you got Mike McCarthy staying at Jerry's house, so maybe they—they're uh, gaining uh, some good relationship bonds that's and things. Kind of weird <laughs> to me.
1: I do not know why we're just like glossing over that. But I—I I mean, I don't know. I guess which people we'll do that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm that sure space. there's
2: houses within a big mansion yeah, I'm or sure something. Yeah, he a guest house, own space. But it's
1: like, how, do you say no? Like if you're there at the house interviewing with Jerry, he's like, "Oh, you got to stay in the guest house. It's fabulous." Like, no, yeah, I'm, your I'm own good. Cottage like, you're Back
2: there, you're good. You're kind of like you're. <laughs>
1: They're interviewing for the job. I guess you got to stay. Yeah. Now, an organization that probably needs a, a lot of hands on it is the Browns. <laughs> um I, because I'm silly and impressionable, picked them to be in the wild card weekends before the season because I fell for it because I'm a sucker, and which is really stupid because I'm from Pittsburgh, so I shouldn't pay the Browns any mind. But. They're a disaster this year. It was an absolute dumpster fire. What would what do you think the Browns need to do to fix the, the, the whole organization, not just Baker Mayfield and what's going on on the field?
2: Discipline. Just one thing is discipline. I mean, that team had all the pieces of the puzzle, and let's be honest, Kitchens going into his first year as a head coach, I was a fan of him because he did turn things around last year, and I thought they were going to maybe stick with Greg Williams as the as the head coach uh, because he's he does have that uh, you know head coach also discipline within him. All right. And Kitchens, you know, he did a great job with the offensive side of the ball. I think last year him and Baker meshed well. Um, Going into it, I think they fed into the hype and they lost focus on what really was. And Baltimore just kind of sat back and just let Cleveland let do all the attention. Uh, Baker was talking about Super Bowl. Baltimore didn't even say one thing about anything. And they knew Lamar Jackson. We all knew Lamar Jackson had a potential. We didn't realize how great he was going to be. Right. But, I mean, when you feed in the hype like that, especially at the NFL level, you lose focus. And then after that incident with Pittsburgh, with uh, Miles Garrett and Rudolph, yeah. I mean, what does is, what is Kitchens do? He creates more tension, creates more fuel to the fire by wearing that T-shirt. As a head coach, your main job is to keep your, your I was going to say kids, your players focused, right? I mean cancel out all the noise. That's why Belichick is a great head coach, because he cancels out all the noise, forgets all the BS, and just focuses on what is needed, which is the next thing. We're on to Cincinnati, right? We're on to whoever. So I think Kitchens, he'll be back. I feel like he'll be back because this was a great learning experience for him. Um, he's going to definitely be back on a coaching staff this year, but as a head coach, you got to take what, what happened this year and realize that it's all about focus and block out the noise. And if you can't get control of that team, which is a young team and with talent, um, then that's what's going to happen. OBJ and Baker ran that show over down there. So
1: I agree with you. Like it's it's a discipline situation, which is why I thought Mike McCarthy would be the perfect hire for them. Obviously, the Browns are yeah. not pulling Mike McCarthy away from the Cowboys yeah. if that was if that was the situation. So it, it, it really didn't matter. Now moving forward, I don't know who can come in and do that. Like it's Josh McDaniels' name. Well, he's getting dropped there. I mean, I
2: would hate to lose Coach Salah, but I mean, he would be a great guy for the job. Do you I feel think like because
1: that, so obviously, I'm I'm a big fan of of Coach Salah. Uh huh. But do you think that he is too? Because he's a very fiery guy. Oh, I love
2: that. I mean, that's what you need. I, I just feel like that energy and that discipline meshed up together with Baker's determination too, He can straighten out Baker. I feel like, and he'll be the coach to be like, Hey, look, you know, if you don't do this, then we'll just sit your ass quick. I mean, I I feel from so seeing his, him.
1: That's his like personality then. Yeah,
2: no patience. I feel like.
1: I I mean I, I if that's how he is, like, but the one thing I will say in his favor. Huh is that baker cannot like no longer be the face of the franchise because clearly he's incapable of doing that really? and i said that as somebody who's a big baker supporter i thought he should have started from day one um love tyrod but like you 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 can't not start the number one overall pick at quarterback like gotta start it's fine you don't like sharks are born swimming get him out there Yeah. it is what it is doesn't matter if he loses he's gonna lose some games that's gonna be all right but so i was a big baker supporter but mm-hmm. at this point it's like dude you can't be yelling at fans from the stands to come down and fight you. Like you, you know he can't come down and fight you. You're just being hold me back guy, and nobody likes hold me back guy. Nobody respects that. Yeah, definitely. So, and, and you're the franchise quarterback. Like you could, I can't even imagine. I would faint. If I saw Tom Brady do that, I'd be like, "It's over, it's like, done, <laughs> it's done here." Like retire. Well, tired. that's what
2: separates the average versus the greats. I mean, let's keep it real. Drew Brees or Tom Brady would never do that. Never. And then, and then there was another uh, perfect example in Week 17 when they played the Bengals. They were down what, like 35 to 17. Baker busted, like, an eight-yard run, got the first. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's something to be happy about. But he acted like he won the game, forgot about the scoreboard, and forgot who he was playing against. I mean, it was just ridiculous when I saw that. And I thought that was the main reason why they're at where they're at in Week 17.
1: Okay, so right now, so we know what the the next round of the playoffs are going to be. Who do you have making it to the Super Bowl? My preseason prediction was the Cowboys. And I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not def- even saying that
2: from bias defense, in either. But. in
1: my defense it was partly because I was kind of trying to speak it into existence because Fox has a Super Bowl this year and I'm a company man and a Cowboys Super Bowl is there you like go delicious for us for Fox that'd be <laughs> like great, yeah. really good um not that there's not that there's not some other available Super Bowls right now that are going to be great but the Cowboys are on a whole different level obviously and they didn't even make the playoffs so that's a, that's irrelevant but I picked the Chiefs to win and they're still alive so right now the teams that we have now I know you're gonna say 49ers but if it's not the 49ers who, who are you picking who are you picking to make the Super Bowl at least I should say that
2: uh Let's just keep it real. I mean, Baltimore and San Francisco, how do you go against those predictions right there? I, I mean, mean I our... think
1: I, listen, I'm big with you. I'm I'm with you on the Ravens. And listen, like it, it probably will be the Ravens. I just think that if it's the Chiefs and Ravens, that's going to be a that's that's an AFC Championship game yeah. right there. Like that's that's going to be amazing.
2: Minnesota, um, you know, they have something to prove this year, but I'm not going to say that they have all the right pieces yet because they're so inconsistent. I mean, week 17 when they got beat by by the Packers by a lot. They didn't just get beat, they got beat by a lot. And then uh, I was kind of high on the Saints. Even as a Niners fan, I thought that was going to be our the team to beat in the NFC. And then um, the Seahawks. We can't forget the Seahawks. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, we, you, I, I don't they, think you can count the Seahawks out. It doesn't play, matter. They play, what the what Niners, they play the Niners tough every single game. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to say this as a Niners fan. We should have had that week one game if we... Oh, if we had maybe robbie gold it could have been different but um at the end of the day i mean like russell wilson is just amazing i give him i talk smack about him you know whenever i'm you know talking to my <laughs> friends but let's just keep it real also I mean, russell R- wilson is just amazing and then um chris carson was a big loss you know the, the running back situation was a big yeah, loss
1: I mean, they've lost everybody but i love marshawn lynch being back really Oh, I love Marshawn Lynch. I think Marshawn Lynch is He's older might than be. my
2: wheelchair and my wheelchair's outdone. Come on. I mean, like. I love yeah. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, how do you not love Marshawn Lynch? He just runs right through your face. He is he is one of my favorite all time NFL players. Like, uh, uh, I don't, I've never ever made a list of my all time favorite players, but Marshawn yeah. is 100% in the top 10.
2: You know, he gave his heart and you know, to football. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, his heart and dedication, in- yeah, and when he was doing that Super Bowl, um, Pre-interviews, yeah. I'm just here to not get fined. Just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, it's it's real. He doesn't want to buy into all the the superficial crap. He just wants to play football. That's the part I admire about Marshawn Lynch. But then there was moments where like he would get a little over his head a little bit, and he wasn't the best running back the last two years. Um, well,
1: no, but like he wasn't no, even he wasn't even playing the last but, like, two years
2: of his career. I meant like fifteen, sixteen. Okay. So dating okay. back to when he was with the Seahawks, when he was, to like, yeah. Be, and with the Raiders, too. Everybody was high on him going to the Raiders, right?
1: That's because everybody loves Marshawn. Exactly. Like, that's, that's what my, it is. It doesn't matter. That's he, my point, But look, this is, but this is the thing now. What's that? In these moments, like, this is what you need. That moment where there's, the, like, On the one-yard line? Yes, just run straight through your face. Like, you're just going to run straight through your face. There's no finesse. There's no, like, there's you know, no moves. Like, it's just like, I'm running over you.
2: If you keep him as a touchdown vulture, then yes, maybe, you know, running him but within the five-yard line. But
1: though. Like, there's not everybody can do that.
2: Well, that's one of the reasons why they don't have a Super Bowl. So, I mean, they threw the ball over the middle, so.
1: That wasn't his choice. <laughs> no, no, not him.
2: Um, I think Carroll has, you know, done a great job. But then again, you got to, you know, fault him for not only the, the, the call in the Super Bowl, but. Look what happened against the Niners. I mean, they had a delay of game. I think.
1: Yeah, that was that was a little bit of a meltdown. But I mean, look, like you can't really that that was a, an incredible game, yeah. and like they were right there. They were inches, like game of inches. Oh, it was I loved literally...
3: it. Stop.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that it
2: was awesome. I am not the gonna
3: lie. Four on five. I'm not gonna
1: lie. I love a good goal line stop. Like the Saints did that. twice I mean, every football fan has got to love that. Yeah. Like I love that. It's it's so tense. And it's like, it it is great. Like, I I will give you that. But okay, so who is it? So it's it's Niners, Ravens?
2: Um, I think Seattle's going to play Green Bay tough, but because of the weather and Green Bay's home field advantage, I think Green Bay will steal that game.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to take the spread plus four seattle yeah i think
2: i would too actually um i might buy a point on that or two points or mm -hmm. something but
1: yeah i mean i think i'm gonna take a spread but i because they're an incredible road team yeah but green bay is an incredible home team
2: it'll be between three and six points i think the difference right there all right so
1: you think seattle loses to green bay Yep. so it's green bay and then obviously everybody knows
2: my pick on the Niners game
1: niners beat green bay ravens chiefs ravens move on green
2: bay comes to santa clara um you know sorry packer friends because they 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 treated me so greatly over there I, I love that organization a lot i mean i'm telling you right now if i wasn't an Iron fan from day one i'd be pulling for the packers and coach lafleur is an amazing guy yeah uh, just getting to know him a little bit at the practice field and and what they did for me that organization is amazing but I'm going to have to just keep my football side <laughs> a little bit and also my loyalty, the faithful. Yeah. And um, I'm going to have to choose the Niners on that game. But it's going to be intense. I think that's – I don't want to overlook this game. You know, so I, I hate to talk about that game going forward. But right. if we're going to go forward in this this podcast, I think the Niners should be able to take care of yeah. Green Bay, especially what happened on that Sunday night game. I mean, Green Bay came over here and didn't even keep it a game. They were they were done.
1: Um, okay, so we got to talk about all the games before we let you go then. So yeah. since we've skipped over the uh, Texans and Chiefs, It's a lot. There's they're getting nine and a half points. The last time the Texans played the Chiefs, it was a shootout and they won in Kansas City, right? Yeah, nine and a half points is a lot. Now listen, I think the Chiefs are rolling, and Patrick Mahomes was a little banged up in that game. Thank
2: you. I think that game was like early November. It was. It
1: was. I know. And and Patrick Mahomes wasn't 100. But you don't think nine and a half points is a lot of points? Like it's Deshaun it is. Watson. Like it is, so. they do start slow is the only thing. The Texans start so slow. Yeah. So and DeAndre Hopkins is like thirtieth or something in, in receiving yards in the first half and then like second in the second half. They, so he once he gets going, he's great. Obviously he's yeah. one of the best in the league. But I, I don't know. I just I don't think I can I don't think I could do nine and a half points.
2: Nine and a half is a lot, and I'm banking on that half point being the make-or-break deal. I feel like that's a good number to put the game at, Um, but I'm totally with you. I mean, especially at this time of year, everybody is so competitive. So to put anything over like a six-point spread, that's difficult to to overcome. But it's supposed
1: to snow this weekend. In Kansas City. But how was
2: the weather? I was just going to ask you that because I don't, I don't remember. So it's supposed to snow game.
1: on Saturday. No, th- for this weekend when when uh, the Texans and the Chiefs play in Kansas City, yep. It's supposed to snow and it's going to be like thirty degrees. But
2: I don't remember the game on the. 10th oh of November. yeah, I'm sure it was
1: fine. Like it was, yeah, it was clear. It was
2: nice and clear. Where, yeah. where Deshaun Watson felt like he was indoors in Houston and things like that. Yeah, so. I'm sure
1: yeah, the weather was fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see it. I just don't see a Chiefs blowout. I think I, the Chiefs are going to win.
2: You know how we always get surprised with our picks. I'm totally. Off on with you about the plus nine and a half, but I have a feeling something unexpectedly just like this last weekend is going to happen and KC's out to prove themselves. Yeah. I mean, they know that they need to prove themselves with a big game this week to go into Baltimore next week. So they don't, they're do not they not only looking to win the game. I think they're really looking to dominate this week. And Andy Reid is is on that momentum hype where he, he feels good, confident. You got Mahomes healthy and Kelsey usually shines in the playoffs or usually shines yeah, this time Yeah, he's of year. a big
1: time player. Um,
2: so I like that. I like the minus nine and a half KC if I were to kind of put money on it but the argument against it is totally understandable is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean and I also just think like the I don't know I just don't know because again it's kind of like an emotional win for the Texans last week too. Yeah. So and then Baltimore. Like I mean, come Luck on. I think we're, I think I think I'm taking Baltimore with the points.
2: What is that? Nine and a half two. I think. Yeah,
1: I just you know I mean like great win Titans. Thank you for shutting down the Patriots. <laughs> but I don't know about all that. Careful um, for a sleeper
2: Tannehill. I mean I he's the I know cause I'm taking.
1: I'm going all like I'm taking underdogs except for that. But I'm just, just thinking all the favorites are going to win. um Well, thanks so much for coming up and talking some football with us. Again, you can check Rob out at Coach Rob Mendez on Twitter and Instagram um great follow on both yes and um we'd love to have you in again if you're if you're back in la sometime see you in miami maybe yes we are definitely gonna link in miami uh it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be crazy but um just stay on the beach (laughs) joy this was awesome thank you
2: so much no thank you we really appreciate it appreciate it over there yes
1: um come back up again soon and uh, i appreciate you
2: all right thanks
1: We talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness, Calm. The number one app for sleep and meditation has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, and Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He says, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and my mind. And if you head to calm.com slash sports 40, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium membership. So with Calm, you have access to the nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain or leaves. Those are nice. And so much more, like sleep stories and meditations. So for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash sports 40. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com sports 40. That's calm.com slash sports 40.
0: LeBron James.
1: LeBron James. With it.
0: Quit it. Quit it.
1: Quit What? Quit it. We about to turn up in this bitch. All right, Heller. What am I winning or quitting today?
0: Some sports things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh... Jason Garrett's Cowboys contract will expire a week from today on January 14th. In the meantime, America's team's new coach, Mike McCarthy, is compiling his staff and having sleepovers at the Jones family manor. McCarthy has a Super Bowl ring and the development of Aaron Rodgers to his credit. Joy, Mike McCarthy is the right hire
1: for the Cowboys. Wit it or quiz it it. I'm going to wit it. Um, even if I never saw this coming, and I don't think really anybody did, uh, I do think it's harder to get away from Jerry Jones if you spend the night. Man. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Like, when I read that news, I was like, so we're just, wait, we're all gonna, would you not like that's normal? Is that a normal thing?
0: Okay, just let me, have I don't you- know, like,
1: As a woman, it's very easy for me to say no to everything right. and get away with it, even, even if it's something I, like, I can just say no- and then it's no.
0: Just it can you, off the top of your head, come up with any circumstances where you would stay at another adult human's home that wasn't a family member or a mate, or a friend? If you were visiting their town, I guess he's visiting town. He doesn't have a house. Okay, I guess.
1: I it's there's nothing. I don't right, know. Right, I'm just gonna say it. There's nothing not weird about it. All okay, right, cool, great. Maybe it's rich people do, but the, for for the rest of us. It's get not out. normal, but we're just gonna yeah get out. We're just gonna pretend like we're just moving on from that. He's yeah. tired now, so it is what it is.
0: It worked, whatever. It is, yeah, it worked. Whatever like,
1: happens, yeah. he's there. So, McCarthy has a 618 career win percentage. He is the fourth highest This is the fourth highest among active coaches. He's went to four NFC championship games. That's good. He won Super Bowl 45. He went 11-16 and one in his last two seasons with Green Bay. As you mentioned, he developed Aaron Rodgers. He's legit. And I know everyone is talking about how quickly uh, he abandons the run and he wants to throw. Well, when you have Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre... uh,
0: Throw the ball. You want to throw
1: the ball. When you have Ezekiel Elliott, maybe you'll be a little more inclined to run the ball. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. And, of course, what happened with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, there was a lot of stuff said. You know, he likes to get massages. I personally get a massage once a week. So, I can relate. But... Uh, So they're not expensive, so don't worry. This got weird. Anyway, the point (laughs)
3: is,
1: (laughs) the point is, I never bailed on Mike McCarthy. Like sometimes relationships just split. Like well, well uh, run organizations, two superstar situations. Like sometimes it's just like, all right, like we've had enough. Everything is stale now. You go your way, you'll be successful. You go your way, I'll be successful. And that's just, that's what it is. And I think that's what happened in Green Bay. Now, do I think Aaron Rodgers was frustrated? Sure. But
0: he's a prickly, Aaron Rodgers is a prickly Aaron Rodgers, guy. You know, he likes
1: his scotch and sweaters. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. whatever that means. But he the likes point the past is. judgment. He does. He's he's a very particular guy. Yeah. Which in, in general, successful people yep. are very mm-hmm. particular. I am extremely particular. I uh, like my certain pen. I like my. You know, I have to have multiple drinks. Like I have weird things too. So I understand. But Mike McCarthy is also responsible for that Super Bowl, and he is also responsible for the success that Aaron Rodgers has had when Correct. he was in Green Bay. As we all know, Aaron Rodgers plays only the offensive side of the ball. So you have to give the coach some credit whenever you win a Super Bowl. Okay, now if you make, if you go on some miracle run, you don't make it all the way and you don't win, like then maybe I'll be lend more right. to like okay, this guy right. put the team on his back. But if you win a Super Bowl, that means some decisions were made that put together an entire team that was capable of winning a championship. Super Bowls are very hard to win. You know why we know that because Aaron Rodgers hasn't won another one since then. Honey,
0: he's been trying real hard. That's
1: trying real hard, right? And been I like pissed. them this year, okay. Yep. And I and, and I like everything that's gone on there, right? But I also like Mike McCarthy. So I I didn't see this coming, and maybe it's not the perfect fit, but he was the best available candidate, and I'm gonna say it. I like Ron Rivera a lot. He's a better candidate than Ron Rivera because he actually won a Super Bowl. And if we're if and the we're,
0: offensive side of the ball thing too is very popular right now. So the fact that McCarthy is more of an offensive coach is definitely.
1: And, and I like Ron Rivera a lot. Like favorite. he's like 1A. It's not a big right. gap because he's been to a Super Bowl with Cam Newton. But I just I think that Mike McCarthy's success depends entirely on Jerry Jones. Like Mike McCarthy is completely capable coach. He's a Super Bowl winning coach.
0: There's your owner GM right there.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the guy who's going to determine whether he's successful or not. Because Mike McCarthy has all the pieces. I mean, listen, they had the talent to make the playoffs this year. Whatever happened, happens. Okay. But they need a piece here, a piece there. And they need that extra edge and maybe that's giving Dak Prescott his contract so he feels empowered like it's his team I don't know what it is but what I do know is if Jerry Jones medals or Stephen Jones medals or if there's some kind of situation where Mike McCarthy do- isn't able to do what he came there to do they're not going to be successful it's not going to be because Mike McCarthy's not a capable coach
0: it's going to be because Jerry made him keep Kellen Moore anyway um
1: which is I mean I don't think he's making him keep him that's meddling though isn't it If he's making him keep him, yeah. If if he he wants to keep him.
0: If what if he asked him during the sleepover if he would do it? Isn't that meddling? I I
1: have questions, but Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know where I'm gonna get the answers for them.
0: Um all right. (laughs) What's next? It's so hard to say goodbye for Tom Brady. The GOAT, aka TB12, aka Giselle's husband, may be looking for a new team to quarterback next season. After two losses and uh, to end the season earlier than the Pats fans are used to, and no serious contract extension negotiations underway. It's time for Tom Brady to bounce from New England. Joy, with or it.
1: With it. And by the way, that only Tom Brady can wear that hat. So oh, the all, of, all of you, all of you guys out there are planning on buying that giant hat, don't do it. The giant beanie? Don't do it. Beanies are fine. That beanie is not for everyone. Yeah,
0: that's not a hipster. There's like a, a smaller hipster beanie that I've been considering that's in. But Small beanies
1: went... are fine. Normal size beanies. That was a giant beanie. Yes. Yeah, that giant beanie goes with that giant coat he wears on the sideline. He just yep. forgot he wasn't wearing the giant coat. Anyway, it's time for him to go. So... Sorry, Pats fans. You had a wonderful run. You're not sorry. I love this. This was my favorite play Please stay, Tommy. Please stay, to- Tommy. Tommy, please stay. Tommy? Tommy? Yeah,
0: like you know him? And-
1: it was such a special thing when I saw that.
0: I love Tom Brady more than my father. I bet you that's what he's saying <laughs> right there. It's, listen,
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to, and it's not far off, I'm looking forward to when the Patriots have to... Have to go through what the rest of us go through because Patriots fans have not had to go through that in a long time. And Bill Belichick let you have it because because one of the reporters asked him, like, what do you think about the fans that have stuck through thick and thin? He was like, ain't all that thin around here. Yep. All right. Why don't you pipe down with the thin stuff? Okay. Why don't you go check out a couple other teams in our division and yep. talk about thin stuff? All right. It's nice and thick around here. Nice <laughs> <Yeah>. thick layer <laughs> yeah. of goodness. Yeah. Yep. Thrive of in snow. that. Remember that. Thick layer of winning. And thick layer work. of rings. All right, thick layer of cheating scandals yeah. to provide those rings. So why do you bounce out of here thick layer of with smug. that thin stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom Brady is going to the Chargers. Woo, now, powder general, blue. I don't care about – Oh, s***. Oh, oh, Donnie. Fresh Donnie. Donnie.
0: them eyes are uh, popping, baby. Damn, I want to go – Look at sw- that. He
1: looks more tan and I everything. Go, I want to go swimming in oh, Tom Brady's eyes. Yeah. that's somebody eyes.
3: else's
0: yeah. body. <laughs> <laughs> he's, well, that's when he's – but there's Phillip's arms. Well, that's yeah, I mean, those so that gonna, makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, he's going to get those when right, he's in but San Diego.
1: second. We just took the jersey. No, that's no. those are those are someone else's arms. Yeah, uh, and someone else's neck. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that he'll get a nice I, tan. He'll get a nice bronze oh in in uh, oh in, in Los Angeles. Yep. That's funny. That looks good. I don't care about the Chargers brand. I just want to say that right now. So what for anyone is it? Right. So for anyone who's like, oh, you live in LA, that's why you want this. I actually don't because I in general the Chargers are really good at losing. Where they should be winning. But that's the point. So I understand it's kind of weird. Like, you're replacing an old immobile quarterback for an older immobile quarterback. However, there's a lot to this. One, and 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 I'm not crazy on this because Mike Sando of The Athletic spoke with a couple NFL executives. One of who believes that Brady and Belichick each want to separate and win a... Championship on their own, which was my theory yesterday. It was when we were prepping. Not saying that they stole it because it's not that original of an idea. The point great is, great minds think alike. Yeah, that's what, that's what it, like it is. Yep. So look, they've had a lot of success together, but they're forever tethered to each other. Okay, mm-hmm. if you will. What is what was the t- the, the tethered us? Yeah, no, us. I know the movie. I'm saying that yeah. that's what, that's what they call tethered, them, the yeah, tethered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So you know, um, check's the tethered. I guess in the spot, right?
0: Right, because Brady's, Cause he, Brady's he, more forward he, like, facing. Because he fumbles and mumbles. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, he's not. Yeah, right? his, oh my gosh!
1: I just came up with that and right now. He wears now.
0: fingerless gloves and he carries those scissors he does. to cut the sleeves oh off of his. Oh my god! Is... Just... Wow! Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do.
1: That's not the music for it.
0: That was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was doing like unsolved mysteries. Anyway, all right, this ahead. is all spiraling. <laughs> anyway, the point is they're tethered together, That's right. That's and they'd <laughs> like
1: to snip the tether. And separate and yep. see if they can win on their own. And whoever does win on their own is going to get the credit for, not going to get the credit for, but get just that 1% more yep, credit for 51, this dynasty. That's what we need. Right. And that's what is going to determine the next couple years. Now, obviously, Belichick has more time than Brady because we're assuming that Belichick is going to coach until he's 954 years old. Yep. Brady has like three more years. If that. I'm being generous. Three more He wants players? to play 45. He wants to. A lot of people want to do a lot of stuff. A lot of people aren't Tom Brady. That's true. So I think he's going to do whatever he wants to do because this league will allow him. But the point is the Chargers are the best situation for a team that needs a quarterback that he can go to. They have a bunch <laughs> of pieces, and he can elevate them to the next step. Now, I feel bad for Philip Rivers, but look, man, it's over, all right? So I'm sorry, but we're done yeah. here. And Brady is not over. Like, has Brady st- stepped down a little bit? Yes, he has. He's still able to do what he needs to do, okay? They, they did not have a good receiving core this year. I we don't need watch, to go over it. We talked about it at nauseum. I'd watch him with good receivers. Which makes it absolutely crazy that their wide receiver coach just got a head coaching job for <laughs> yeah. the New York Giants, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. But I, yeah. You be wow. the judge. <laughs> I mean, we are all judging. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so I think this will happen. I I don't believe that Belichick will leave New England. I'm I'm not. I don't believe that Belichick is much older. It's a whole situation. Unless he is just so like something happens with him and Bob Kraft that goes so badly that he feels like he he has to prove something. I, G? Who's getting rid of Kyle Shanahan?
0: No, I'm no, I'm saying they sent jimmy g away for brady they chose brady over belichick crafted mm-hmm. when he sent jimmy g away
1: yeah and then they just won a super bowl so wrong
0: right but now he's got to choose again well between, look like, between bill and tuami
1: oh no, no 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 no! he's gonna have to choose between bill and Tommy but <laughs> i don't i don't i don't think that they're going i don't think that brady is going to choose the patriots i think brady is going to choose to leave we would love you in miami sir just saying it's not a it's a rebuild so it's a little bit more of a project but
0: 2020 nfc or afc east champion miami dolphins let's write it in it's gonna happen
1: if tom brady goes oh yeah for sure for sure for show for show tuami i love you tuami tuami hear ye hear ye kirk cousins is petty go off kirk i'm not even mad at him he finally got his big win And he deserves it. He deserves to be petty. He, like, went into the locker room and did his whole, we like that. And look look how happy he is. Just jumping and crying and sweating. And everyone's so happy. Look how happy all of them are. That's why I don't think that they're going to uh, do very well next week. (laughs) But um, I'll get to that at the end of the show. Uh, He... Look, he's he's been bad in big games. I think he's like 0-9 in Monday Night Football games or something. 0-8, 0-9. Um, he's 7-30 and against teams with winning records by the end of the year. Um, so not good. But they deserve to gloat. I didn't give them 1% chance against the Saints this weekend. I didn't think they would cover, but I did not. The Saints' offense was nothing what it, it needed to be. And though they deserve to gloat, and I'll eat it this week. And can do Choppa style and Champagne's face all you want. Um, you deserve all, of it. you do chop style. Chop
0: chop chop
1: style. How to do it? chop <laughs> chop. At least, thank God, there was no ridiculous call that ended the situation. The Vikings clearly, fairly won. It was not pat- pass interference at the end. It just, it just wasn't like it's. There's going to be some pushing. Just I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing in New Orleans. Or it's hopefully not. But look, they just did not play well. They didn't, and it, it was disappointing. But Kirk Cousins, he, he finally got his big win. All right, Donnie, what's on high-key, low-key today?
3: All right, high-key, the Giants panicked. Low-key, raise your hand if you had to Google Joe Judge. Okay, so everyone's good.
1: Yep. No, yep. Jeremy, Everybody with Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay. okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I really want to know, like, w- what do these men say in these interviews?
3: You're asking the wrong person.
1: What, could you give me the scoop? Like, give me the <laughs> secrets, man. Because, uh, like, baby. I got to be the very best at everything I do every single day. <laughs> Period. <laughs> like, this is, you're the wide receiver coach for the Patriots, the oh. 22nd best wide receiver court in the league, and now you're the coach of the Giants. Uh, that's, that's, like, what do you say? It's sickening. I got to know. <laughs> I got to know. Is it a look? Well. yeah
3: heller (laughs) can you answer this
1: question i don't know it seems like um you know there's not a whole no whole not a whole lot of diversity in the hires so far is Um, the
3: rooney rule out the window does that not
0: exist anymore it,
1: it exists but like the cowboys
3: you never it, heard of a loophole,
0: Donnie? Uh, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, interviewed Marvin Lewis, which, yeah. like, look, the Rooney Rule is a whole other conversation. Obviously, you can't break, um, you know, hundreds of years of institutionalized racism <laughs> with the Rooney Rule. And I like that the Rooney Rule is there, and it's good, and it should, of course, be followed. But, you know, you can't make people change. Not right. saying that that's why he was hired. I'm just saying... All the hires have been pretty consistent, except for Romavara, of course. Um, but is not black, just so you know. Um, <laughs> the point is, I want to know what he says in these – what are they say in these interviews? So, like, to, to be clear, n- pretty much nobody knows what happened here. Like, we were – lit. we stacked the show, and th- what? you know what happened?
0: Someone in this person's family knows someone in the Maras.
1: You know that for a fact.
0: Nope. Oh. I'm telling you that's what happened, though.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that would make sense. Listen.
0: I went to college with so and so so and so and i coach with so and so i don't know we're all speculating so here who's... but
1: there's just nothing that makes sense like let's just be honest here this is a and the, is... then they
0: did the secret handshake and then it was
1: good yeah. oh my god <laughs> there was an upgraded there was this is an upgraded freddy kitchen situation like he was at least a coordinator special teams coordinator but a coordinator okay so freddy was never a coordinator he was the interim coordinator um he was up for some college jobs so like he's there's that. But he's the head coach of the Giants now. And I, I really think they just panicked. Like, I think Matt Rule got hired and that was their guy. And they were like, they're like, he, he coaches the Patriots. Tom Brady's pretty good. Let's get him. Bill Belichick. Great. First of all, hello. Um, list of Belichick assistants, um, successful Belichick assistants. Give me a second. I'll have to look. I had a note here. I don't because they don't exist. And Bill O'Brien tried his hardest to lose to the Bills last week. So, don't get me Bill O'Brien either. Like, that, if that's the standard, again, what are y'all saying in these interviews? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Hopefully successful. Great. Cool. I like when the Giants are good. It's better for all of us because they are a – they were a cornerstone – franchise and like, it is new york i don't get it i don't have any answers i don't know i absolutely had to google him today so did everybody that i work with so before you come at me with the like how you not know Jen? how you know not how do you not know i can't try i can't get the boston accent how he do coach you not Tommy. Know I say Tommy. Tommy, huh? coach yeah. Tommy. How <laughs> you yeah. don't know Joe? <laughs> anyway, nobody. Uh, good good luck.
3: <laughs> it's like Daniel Jones though. Dave G- Gettleman, gentleman? Gettleman? Is it gentlemen, or, or gentlemen. He caught everybody off guard with uh, drafting Daniel. It's the his his philosophy is to do what everyone is not expecting. Not that it's going to work out, but I see some similarities there.
1: Okay, <laughs> sure. I don't know. It's mad weird, but great. Like. I, I don't know what to say just <laughs> write a book and tell me what you say in the interviews That's all i need to know and then tell me what i'm supposed to look like <laughs> in <the interview. laughs> um, let me stop what's next
3: high key matt rule is the right hire for the panthers low-key only if he makes the right decision at qb though
1: yeah so this was obviously the big big news um everyone was shocked by the uh joe judge move but this was the this was the hire so yeah i mean so. Whatever fallout, whatever he decides to do with Cam Newton is going to determine his success. Now he does have a seven-year deal. Good,
0: shouts your agent. Good
1: on you. Yes, uh, great job out of you and your agent. <laughs> if he can get all that time, of course, because you know billionaires sign checks all the time. But. It's going to be interesting. Like, if he moves on from Cam this year, we know Kyle Allen's not the guy. So, like, right. you try and, like, make some aggressive trade. Like, you'd still need a quarterback. Cam Newton's super cheap this year. He's likely going to be healthy by the time season starts. He's had surgery. So, uh, I, if I'm him, I'm keeping Cam Newton another year. For see sure. what happens. And then, you know, make the decision whether I'm going to move off on or not. Because, look, you got six more years left. So, you know, do what you need to do and build, build your situation. But he is great at creating environments and cultures like that's what he does. Baylor was an absolute disaster of epic proportions before he got there. And now they're in a great situation. Now, I I mean, what they're going to do after him is a different thing. But like the turnaround that he pulled at Baylor is to be commended. So he's a good coach. I think it's a good hire. What the transition from college to pros, I, I think it really just depends on your ability to relate to professional players mm-hmm. like it takes time to learn the nfl systems and how things work in the nfl like okay i get all that like anytime a guy's going from college to the nfl without any experience before that and, and he has a little bit but like it, as a head coach obviously it's it's traumatic it's a big difference this is not baylor like it's carolina panthers you're not playing texas tech right <laughs> so there's going to be that adjustment but to me college guys it's it's about being able to re- relate to professional athletes and all that rah rah stuff. Like, is that going to work in the locker room? But it's his it's his team. Like, he's got seven years, so it's uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. But I think it's a good hire, though. Um, what's next?
3: High key. What are the Browns doing? Low key. I kind of want Robert Salah to go to Cleveland. I,
1: I think I do now. I think I kind of do. I think it'd just be fun because. No. Browns, no? <laughs> uh, well yeah. Or he's yeah. a defensive
0: coordinate the 49ers. <laughs> Selfish. Share yeah, the love. That's, yeah, that's
1: that's true. Uh I could see where you're coming from there. But uh so is this so like he is this so he doesn't lose it or so no one steals so it? So
3: he can just drop it and oh. it snaps right up.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: they're talking about a thing he's got connected to his waistband like you would at work. Yes. to connect your badge. So you Donnie's, your badge. Got, Donnie has Donnie's, Donnie's got one. Donnie's got one because he's real cool, and <laughs> so does Robert Sala with his playbook on it. I think it's for intense moments where he forgets to hold stuff in his hands. It's so funny what people celebrates. have to do
1: because they're like because of their like personalities, like the things that they need. It's like, like when... he's so excitable he needs a stretchy magic Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for <Exactly>. for
0: <laughs> it's like a chain wallet. For
1: his <laughs> yeah, for... he has a yeah. Chain wallet. <laughs> he has a chain wallet. Yes. Um, I like him a lot, and. But the you know the Browns are the last drunk man standing. They haven't <laughs> hired anyone yet. I have no idea what their plan is. Um, they actually really should. They should hire Eric Bieniemy or they should hire Jason Garrett. I know that Josh McDaniels is probably who they're going to go with. I don't know about Josh McDaniels. I don't want to judge er- Josh McDaniels entirely on what happened in Denver, but you did bail on Indianapolis. So you can't forget that. Yeah. I don't really know what to make of Josh McDaniels, but I do think that the one thing that the Browns need is stability. So I think that Garrett would bring that. But I don't know if Garrett's gonna coach this year or not. And if he does, he probably should just be the offensive coordinator for the Giants. But at this point, if they're gonna go rogue, I like Robert. I, I just want to see what happens. Go
3: rogue. I'm up like, for rogue. Yeah,
1: I'm up for rogue at this point. <laughs> um he's he's wild. And uh, and they're wild. I, I don't think it's a good situation for him. If I was him, I would stay with the 49ers <laughs> another year and see what's happening next year. But uh, it'll probably end up being McDaniels. Um, but Eric Bieniemy or Jason Garrett is who they should hire. And they should give him a very long contract and let mm-hmm. them build the franchise into something successful and established culture. But that probably won't happen. Um, yeah. All right. Time for losers. Time for losers. Loser power rankings. Loser <laughs> power rankings. These are the losers of the, losers of the week. All right. right, two and losers this week.
3: First up, uh, dynasties. Just in general.
1: Yeah, dynasties taking the L lately. It's been rough. All right, so Patriots are done. It took so long for this to happen. I had to wait and wait and wait. And
0: Where were you when and it, wait when it and happened? Wait, and wait,
1: and wait. And wait. I was on my couch. I actually couldn't believe. I couldn't believe it was happening. I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah, the pick six was kind of crazy. I was like, yep. whoa, did I just see that? Yep. I did.
1: It was just wild. And then, like, it just felt like the floor had fallen out of the building. Mm. Like, it was so stunning. Like, I just imagine everyone in there, like, holding their Sammy Adams, like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hands on the head. Fans are always putting their hands on their head when they say it. Oh, yeah. The, uh,
0: what's it? The It's not a victory cobra. It's a def- co- defeat oh, cobra. Defeat or or cobra. Defeat yeah. cobra.
1: It's like a yoga pose. Defeated cobra. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they all um, assumed that position. For sure. Yeah, it was enjoyable to watch. I can't believe I, you know, I'm glad I I got that experience um to watch that. Obviously, the dubs, you know, Dub Nation. Sorry, guys. Yeah. T and Heller.
0: Uh, you say the end of Dynasty. We say hiatus.
1: Hitis, uh dynasty's over, fam. Uh, the, the what did Jordan guys, do in between his titles? You guys are gonna. calm All right, cool. Yeah. Mm. Let's calm down. All right. Uh, Steve Curry's getting tossed at every game. It's chaos there. All right. For effect fact only. Um, okay, if you say so. Uh, look, Steph and Claire are gonna be back next year. You guys are gonna be good again. But the, plus Dynas- a pick, the plus
0: D-Lo, plus dynasty, the dynasty
1: is over. It's not coming back. I know Pats fans are out there like, hater. Yes, <laughs> I am, and it is over because the second Brady walks out that door, I'm sorry to inform you, maybe you haven't checked the depth chart recently. You don't have a replacement. So, Stidham, Spurs, not Stidham. Stidham, uh, the Spurs. Obviously, that's you know that's kind of been over for a while now, but it's like definitely over now. Yeah, and then they're still like competitive, but like it just it just doesn't feel the same anymore. Uh they don't have that same fear to me. Uh Game of Thrones, very sad. Yes. Yeah, very so. sad. I'm working into my new show now. So I, I just finished um uh Watchmen. Oh I still haven't yes. finished it. Did
4: you watch it? Yeah, I finished it. Um, yeah, I finished it last week. I just
1: binged it. I, f- I finished it last week as well. Um it took me a little while to get through the last episode, but um I loved it. It's super, super, super f***ing weird. Mm. It is, but it's good. It's so good. It's a good weird. But so weird. Like, you you feel like you're in a weird society when you're done. Yeah. Like, like a society of people that watch Watchmen. <laughs> and, you like, really and like understand it. Yeah, you can't miss one second mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. And she's incredible in it. Um, obviously, Game of Thrones is over. That's very sad. I'm working on You now. Um,
3: it's creepy. It
1: is creepy. Yeah. It's creepy, but, like, I don't know if it says something about me. But I'm like, people probably do <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, a lot more than you think they do. Uh, so it's I don't know, I maybe mean, yeah, I need to go to therapy. But, and then uh, also America, obviously. Just joking.
3: It's been a, it's, it's been a good run. Be...
1: <laughs> we had a good run. Good <laughs> water <to> last it. lasted. <laughs> it's 2020, guys. Go vote. <laughs> uh, all right, who's next?
3: Sean McDermott.
1: Uh, yeah, man. Okay, so oh. I will say I was actually very impressed with Josh Allen. I'm not the biggest Josh Allen guy, but I thought overall, at least in the first half, he he played with a lot of poise. It didn't look like his first playoff game at all. No, and uh, I can't really I can't really knock him that much. But what the f*** were the Bills doing? I mean, <laughs> they, what, did they lose like 36 yards in two plays? Yeah. How it's... do you do? You have to try to do that. It was insane. They imploded. Mm-hmm. Now listen. Deshaun Watson is Superman, and he took that game over and put it on his back. And J.J. Watt came up huge. Like, big player, big moment, huge. But come on.
3: Yeah, the Bills helped, for sure. You blew
1: a 16-point lead. Like, Mm -hmm. what happened? It was a disaster. Like, I feel like everyone was collectively watching this. Like, the Bills are (laughs) never going to (laughs) change. They're like the Chargers. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, And listen, Sean McDermott's uh, candidate for Coach of the Year. But – Like, man, that was that was rough to watch. I kind of felt for him. Like, what's what are you guys doing? It was inexplicable.
3: Yeah. Learn from it and move on. Next year, the Bills will be better. Next, yeah. No, you're going
1: to have a great year next year. Like, mm-hmm. it's not over. Anything to be dramatic about. But, Word. like, it was not a good situation. What's last?
3: The Dolphins haters.
1: Haters! <laughs>
3: Bye, haters. Bye, haters.
1: <laughs> First of all, I want you all to acknowledge, kiss the ring, the <laughs> Dolphins are actually the ones responsible for ending the Patriots dynasty. Not only did we provide you with years of training before we handed you Tannehill, okay? Okay. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> all that experience, Tan Hill showed. He learned that in Miami, and then we did you all a favor by winning in the last game in Foxborough, which I thought was impossible, but winning convincingly, whooping that ass on the last week of the regular season to steal that bye away from the Patriots, ending Patriots dynasty. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. You're welcome. So all you haters, always talking about Dolphins are irrelevant. Blah blah blah. blah. History will reflect the truth. That's all I'm saying. We are the ones responsible. Titans deserve a little credit Derek (laughs) Derrick (laughs) Henry. Derek Henry's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, T, what's the T? It's time for the culture reports. The Coachella
4: lineup has been announced. So it's from Friday, April 10th through Sunday, April 19th. Mm -hmm. Friday will be Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, it's Saturday, Travis Scott, and then Sunday, Frank Ocean.
1: Yes, so I'm not going to Rage or Travis Scott. Um, I like Travis Scott, but I've seen Travis Scott's documentary, so I don't want any parts. <laughs> uh, and I'm definitely in on Frank Ocean, but then that would require Same. me taking a day off work. So here's the thing. I've never been to Coachella. You, I've you been. went to Bay Chella. Yes. Which is, uh, I'm very jealous. If you haven't seen the Netflix special um Do It, it's amazing. And it might actually make you like respect women a little bit more if you're not into that. <laughs> it's really incredible. Like what Beyoncé did is why she's Beyoncé. Like there's there's like great, there's great and then there's the greatest to ever do it. And watching that documentary shows you why Beyoncé is Beyoncé. Like the level of commitment and detail and just everything that she put into and the thought and the creativity and the work and the diet and like training and everything that went into this performance is why this is like one of the most legendary performances of all time she killed it and it's like i feel bad for anybody who has to perform at coachella after that because it's just not going to come close um and i wasn't even there so i I, I, i've never been to coachella i do want to go and i'm debating going this year yeah wrong picture to put up i know I <laughs> like there it's just a sea i'm having an i'm having anxiety just oh, looking gosh. at that it's just an literal ocean of humans it's a lot of people yeah i get it's... along with this many people on earth <laughs> so like there's no chance this is a good situation for me i don't know i i, I want to experience it because like i live in los angeles and i feel like i will have missed out on a piece of that experience being in los angeles not going to coachella not that you have to live in la to go to coachella but like everyone goes to coachella it's the best two weekends in los angeles because no one's here <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know if this this might not be the year i don't know we'll see frank, though. i know frank i yeah. know but like then i'm gonna have to take it a, a, a day off work because i want to enjoy myself yeah. and if i'm around that many people there's no way i'm gonna be sober so <laughs> i can't be dragging myself into work on monday so i, I don't know i gotta think about it if that's a vacation day or not, this guy's wearing a Toon Squad jersey though. That's cool. Lots of people that I'd look like I wouldn't get along with there though. Um, but even though they're
4: headlining, I mean, you still got Megan Thee Stallion that's gonna be there. The Baby. Oh yeah, so, that's right.
1: That's right. So yeah. Megan Thee Stallion is on
4: Friday. She's so on I would Friday. Definitely see
1: her. I love Meg. Yeah. And The Baby's on Saturday. Yeah. The Baby's on Saturday. Okay, so like I could three nights. Ugh, that's a lot. Like couch. I
4: went and after one day, I was done.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I gotta think about it. <laughs> I gotta think about it. Do you think I should go? We should
4: go. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I mean, I I, I feel like it's just too much. I went. I only went because it was Beyonce, but, but you, but you like
1: you had that experience now.
4: Yeah, and I don't want to go back.
1: I probably like. I probably won't want to go back either. But I feel like I need to experience it. Like it's one of those things I need to be able to share the irritation with with everyone else. All right, I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, What's next? All
4: right. So Amanda Seals. Yeah. She. She is now the new co-host for the daytime show, The Real. I love this show. Yeah, I do too.
1: Um, It's one of the best shows on television and i love everyone on the show i read amanda seal's book over the holidays it was very funny and very good um and i like Amanda Seals. i interviewed her in that outfit oh nice that's from the uh nba awards booyah yeah so that happened um yeah i'm excited about this i think she's perfect for this because she's extremely opinionated
4: yes and (laughs) yeah and whether you
1: like whichever way she's on she doesn't care And so that's perfect for daytime television. I think this is a good hire by them. She's she's fills in as a as a co-host all the time. Yeah. So I Um, think it made sense. Yeah. So then she just took the the permanent role there. So uh, congrats to her. Uh, What else happened? All right.
4: So last but not least, uh, Golden Globes. Mm. Um, uh, There's some highlights. Elton John Mm -hmm. won uh, Michelle Williams. Elton um, Ellen DeGeneres and Tom Hanks. And those some interesting, very interesting speeches.
1: Yeah. So Tom cried a lot. And uh, he's just... I like Tom. Uh, who doesn't like Tom? <laughs> like, just even going through his movies, I was like, man, Tom is just... He's such a gem. At
4: one point though, I was like Woody from Toy Story. Every time his voice yes. raised, I'm like, Oh, go ahead, Woody. I
1: know. <laughs> Toy Story is such a good movie. It is. Yeah, he's he's it really is. a he's a treasure, and in Hollywood, yes. that's kind of rare. And it was like nice that he turned and like started looked at his family and started crying. Yeah. And you know, like genuinely, I'm like, oh, so fake but it's Tom so you know it's not like he's 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 wonderful and I love Charlize Theron Charlize um if anyone knows Charlize tell her I'm looking for her and give her (laughs) my number and I'd like to get married and I'm not joking um (laughs) and I love her so much uh Ellen's speech also got like kind of crazy for a second but also funny funny. she's I mean who doesn't love Ellen Ellen is the absolute we don't deserve Ellen actually um as a society and world She's she's perfect. So that was great. And I was happy for Elton John. I, I'm a huge Elton John fan, and the movie was great. So it was awesome to see him win. And uh, and Michelle Williams just dropped the mic. She always gives like a really impactful speech in her own little like, look how sweet she is. Yeah. Like, look at her. She's like a little, like a literal twinkle in her eye. Yeah. And she's just like, just so you know, I'm the winner. And, (laughs) you know, um, let's just like end sexism forever by voting. And because, you know, men, they always do whatever they want to do. So we should just do what we want to do. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) Yeah. And then just scurries off in like the, the most poetic and beautiful fashion and Joaquin was unbelievable I mean wow did yeah. you watch that I did it's unfortunate that he was muted for like a good <laughs> yes, 10 what seconds that? who like, cares what, this is what we're watching this show for right. it was like 15 seconds of just dead air yeah uh, and like I couldn't find it did anyone find out what he actually I, said no. no there's nobody in the room who wants a live tweet come on everyone's drunk I know <laughs> but it was overall was fun I, I watched uh, the entire thing actually <laughs> <laughs> All the way to the end. And Ricky Gervais did a good job too. He did. Yeah. And I thought everyone's speeches were like nice. They always, you know, did a good job mentioning yeah. Australia and the fact that uh who who was it? It was um uh uh Patricia Arquette. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, she had the boobs. Um she <laughs> she gave a great speech. She was basically like, No one's gonna remember any of this. Oh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> The important thing is the entire world is burning. (laughs) So, like, please uh, just, like, do nice things to people. Everyone was, like, just be nice to each other, which was kind of nice. Like, everyone is really super critical of Hollywood and these award shows and stuff. And then, like, we always watch anyway, so I don't know why everyone is so, like... It, it makes no sense. You're like, oh, award shows are stupid. But then you sit there and watch and live tweet about it. So it's yeah. like, are they that stupid? No, no. not really. <laughs> um, I mean, they're arbitrary awards in the sense that, like, you know, there's other people just voting on them. And they're not going off of, like, numbers or anything. But, like, it's it's a prestigious thing to win a Golden Globe. And... Yeah, like I I thought it was nice that everyone was, for the most part, was like very aware. I thought that was a lot of self-awareness for for uh, for an award show. All right, thanks for joining us this week on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Before we go, we do have a big weekend of playoff football coming up. The Vikings are at the 49ers. As I said earlier, they are coming off a very emotional win off the Saints where everyone was very happy that they got the win. I don't like that emotional swing, um, but the spread is seven points a lot of points i think i'm taking the vikings with the points seven i don't know That's a lot of
0: points yeah i think the niners are still gonna win though right i do think the niners okay.
1: are gonna win oh, but oh, i think oh, i'm gonna oh, take oh. vikings points um titans are at the ravens uh thank you titans for ending the patriots dynasty derrick henry is unbelievable but i do not think that the titans can hang with the ravens and i think that the ravens it's eight and a half it's a lot of points, but I still think I'm going to go with the Ravens to, uh, to cover that spread and eat those points. Um, Lamar Jackson MVP he's had a week to prepare for this he's ready to go he's fired up and I I just don't think the Titans have enough for the Ravens despite how well they played last week Texans are at the Chiefs this is interesting because it's probably going to be bad weather this weekend in Kansas City which doesn't matter for the Chiefs but I do think it matters for the Texans now the Texans did win the last time they were in Kansas City 31-24 week six but it was perfect weather and I think Mahomes was a little banged up still then yeah. yeah So, the Chiefs are getting uh, giving nine and a half points. I think Houston covers though, because that's a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot of points for for traditionally this this being a a, a shootout and a battle, I just want to wait and see exactly what the weather is like. But if the weather isn't abysmal, Um, then I think I'm going to take Houston with the points because I think either way I think i got to take Houston. It's just just too many points. But the Chiefs obviously win this game. And then the Seahawks are at the Packers. Now, this is an interesting game because I've liked the Packers a lot all season, and I'm still putting my faith in Aaron Rodgers. But, man, Marshawn Lynch is back. He's running through your face.
3: Yeah.
1: Again
0: and again and again and again and again Mm. and again.
1: Mm, mm, mm.
0: safe to say he's america's running back at this point
1: i love marshawn lynch
0: i do too and i hate to see i
1: have to say like when i think of my all-time favorite nfl players like dan marino uh junior seau jerry rice i think i gotta put marshawn lynch on there <laughs> awesome like i love marshawn lynch i'm so, so excited he's back it's such a gift and he's running through your face yep so I think I'm gonna take Seattle with the points because they're getting four points. Yep. But it is at Green Bay. The thing about it is Seattle's a great road team. Green Bay's a great home team. I don't know. I, just, I just, I'm feeling Seattle. I think the Packers win, but I think it's gonna be a great game, possibly the best game of the weekend. And then you should run for your face. And of course, all of these spreads are provided by FoxBed. Anyway, that's our little preview for the weekend. Hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for watching the show today and listening. You can check us out on YouTube. You can listen on the iHeartMedia app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Check us out on our social media at maybe I'm crazy pod. And uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everything. Uh, maybe I'll do a QA on, on the podcast page this week. Maybe I'll do that dope I did that impromptu last night on my personal page um, skipped a lot of questions because sometimes you guys get <laughs> yeah, weird but <laughs> but yeah. for the most part it was fun so uh, maybe I'll do that on the pod this week um, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week
3: maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm not Ooh!